0: Welcome to parts of unknown. Your name is Rick Kane. Your name is hung over from NXT. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. maybe not NXT, <laughs> but definitely hung over. And as we quote the uh, the thespianic greatness of Jack Black in the uh, history-making it's... top ten history film. School of Rock. School of or... Rock. you be the child. <laughs> I'm hungover. <laughs> What's well, hungover? I think it means he's drunk. No, it means <laughs> I, I was won. drunk yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yep. So, I'm going to ask you a question. Let me, And I'm going to phrase it this way. Okay. Let's say that I'm a grocer. I'm a grocer. Do you know what a grocer is? The
1: person that puts things into bags at grocery stores?
0: That would be a bagger. But yes, a person that works in a grocery store, yes. Okay. I'm a grocer. And somebody calls me up and says, Hey, you were my grocer for 20 years. I don't like how our current grocer Uh, bags puts up our lettuce. I want you to come over on a specific day and put my lettuce up for me. Oh, and by the way, I think you're going to do it for free because you're a grocer. Does that does anything I just said make sense at all? No. No. Then why is it that if I change the word grocer to pastor, that magically that makes sense to people. <clears throat> hey, you used to be my pastor. Now, I don't like how my... I don't connect to my current pastor. I want you to come over and do this thing that my current pastor should do. And all oh, by the way, because you're... Now, I'm going to switch this next word. Because the other word that connects to pastor is Christian. And because you're a Christian, I'm expecting you to do this for me for free because we've had a connection for so long. Does it, why does magically that make sense?
1: Um, because, uh, there's like a certain mindset to it, I guess. They just like, oh, you're this thing, this, you're, this is like all encompassing. You're supposed to do all of this and... It doesn't matter.
0: I I am just dealing with some toxic crap. And, well, yesterday, to deal with my toxic crap, I dealt with it with toxic, toxic crap. crap. <laughs> I would like to thank Broken Skull IPA for making my evening so much more wonderful. And, in honor of Gregory Helms, Shane, Sugar Shane, Gregory Helms, the hurricane that I had last night, along with my Brogan's Gold IPA, that uh, has just made me just a lovely, wonderful person this morning. Oh,
1: it's going to
0: be great. Uh, but, but, by the way, by the way, yeah, let's go back to the grocery. Yes, the
1: grocery.
0: If I said as a grocer, well really I don't work at that store anymore and the only way that I make money and feed my family is by doing the grocer things at my current grocer restore. I, I, I really can't do that and I really should get paid in some form for it because this is the only way I fend for my family. If I was a grocer, that would make sense. Yes. Why is it if I say, well, that's going to be 150 bucks, that magically I the indignance that comes out of nowhere because I'm a pastor and and through the history of time pastors are supposed to take care of the widows and the orphans and the whatever and be happy about it?
1: Oh my gosh! Because dang, you you said what I was gonna say It's because people have the mindset that pastors just do stuff because they're trying to walk in the steps of Jeebus. bus Of
0: Jeebus. Of Jeebus. Can we please? Can we please make that differentiation, please? Yeah,
1: that's what I made sure yeah. to say Jeebus, <sighs> and so they just automatically have a Karen approach that. Because they, that they matter the most so it, does, it shouldn't matter mm-hmm. whether or not they pay you because you're supposed to do this. Yeah. Even though it's like out of your main locale.
0: Yeah. So now here's the other end. Now I'm going to paint this one in a way that you and I both understand it because this is the only way that I understand it wrestlers. Yeah. Every wrestler has a spot in their spot and they fight to keep their spot. Now some wrestlers want other people's spots. Mm-hmm. And they do whatever they can to get that other person's spot. They backstab behind the scenes. They go up to Paul or Tony. Yeah. And they say hey this guy has been hitting on a Eva and blah, blah, blah. They spread the rumors around.
1: Good rumors, lies.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or, or hey, you know what? I'm a pretty good hand. Why don't you give me a chance? And and instead of putting so-and-so in this storyline, put me in that storyline. Give me a shot. And essentially, God bless, they're trying to grow in the company. Fair enough, but there's a little bit of backstabbing to that. All right, so in the realm of pastors that exist too. And no matter how much you say hey, I didn't call them and ask to do this and no matter how much the other person says back to you yeah, I get that. I know this person and I know how they are. You can still hear like a subtle undertone of why are you trying to get my spot? That I'm also kind of sort of Dealing with a little bit, so God bless. So there's all there's all that. Yeah. So here's the other thing. I don't want to take anybody's spot. I think that a person's spot is their spot, and God bless. I don't yeah. take anybody's spot. I don't want my spot.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <coughs> if I could be the Rock. And break out of my spot. And go into another realm. And have a new spot. I would do that. I don't want it. So that's what I'm kind of dealing with. And with... Dealing with the toxicity of everything.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm a little bit run down today. Because I'm dealing with the toxicity that I use to deal with it. So... Here's the other thing. Now I'm going to contradict everything that I've said. Okay. I feel that there's one moment in existence that no one has any say over, and there should be some places that they can have some say over. And that one place in existence that nobody has a say over is the moment that non-existence steps in. I don't think that anybody wants anybody to die. And I truly think because that you're stuck in this moment of non-existent, of dealing with non-existence, you should be able to say this person has had the deepest relationship with this non now this newly non-existent person. Mm -hmm. I really would like for them to say that, to cover, to be involved in some way. I, I feel that a person should be able to do that. And I feel that there that should be the one thing that we have to say, you know what, you are dealing with the deepest, saddest moments of existing, which is handling the non-existence of another person. So I think that it should not be outside of the realm of conversation to say,
1: "Hey, uh, I have had a really close connection to this person, and I yeah. need them right now."
0: Yeah. So, but then the spot gets in the way.
1: Yeah.
0: And that spot says, "I'm the I am the shepherder and the caregiver of this territory." Well, let's put it back into the wrestling. I am the person that oversees this territory. So to allow this to happen, that then that, that buckles the territory, and then I can't have that. So I'm sorry. This place of non existence has to be handled the way that I say because this is my territory. And that's hard because I agree with both of the things I just said. That's why i was so frustrated with being a pastor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I get why that's hard because it's it. Oh, people view it as a public figure type thing that oh, I can just go to this person whenever I want, anytime I want because that's their job I, I it's an audio so you can't see finger quotes yeah. it's their job that they have to do this yeah. and like th- throughout history and stuff people basically like gave up their lives and like went into this but at this it's that was like that was one type of church and now as people have grown and time has grown it's all evolved into a different thing that now this is an actual job that you do and you get paid for it and you have to It's like
0: a career. There's still yeah, pastors. There's still pastors that being a pastor is not their career. I am immensely blessed that being a pastor is my career. Like my high school history teacher was also the pastor of a church. And the only way he made money to get by was being a high school history teacher. So yeah,
1: yeah, and I think it's hard for people to see that they're not j- just there. Well, I was gonna, I can't. Well, I I can't say that they're also there to do it because it's something that it's a big part of their lives and they're dedicated to. But it's also something they have to do to get by. So, and I think people like if we're gonna if we're still still in wrestling, people. And they don't like to look behind the curtains to see actually what's all going, what, on. They what, what's wanna all see, going on. They just want to see. They just want to see that Seth Rollins really hates uh, Matt Brittle. But in, when, when they go into the back, they are like actually buddy buddy. They don't care about that. They want to see what they want to see.
0: Yeah. So. I needed to voice this in some way. And now I can go and, and be who I need to be today. But damn. But
1: damn.
0: Yeah. All right. And then. Damn. There's these three little letters that every pastor celebrates. And those three letters are EGR. EGR. E-G-R extra grace required. EGR. Now, there's EGR friends that exist, and they exist everywhere in every field and every place, not just church, but at JCPenney's and the grocer or yeah. what have you, or your family. Uh-huh. And then there comes moment that the EGR person actually has something that they need to be cared for about, and oh my Lord... They just suck onto that and get it and bathe in it and saturate it. And then is the moments that, as the caregiver, you have to be something, and you have to deal with the history, because EGR is not easy. And just damn. Oh, I can't. I can't anymore. Okay. That's parts of unknown for this week. Your name is
1: Rickane and you are.
0: Dumb. I still hung over. <laughs> <laughs> Have a week.